experienced in these blackouts, blackout, stretches of time you can't account for. Welcome back, everybody, to another Lost Log. This is your Captain Jose Valle Jr., joined by my trusted co-host and good friend, Mason Schrader. Mason, Hi. it's been so long. No, it hasn't. It's only been two weeks or whatever since the last episode came out. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back today with a Lost Log, Mason. Today, we got something pretty chill, pretty chill. And uh, we're just gonna <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna take a look at some. How many do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Good, good odd okay. number. Yeah. We're gonna look at seven true crime news that have happened within the last month to two months. Okay. Because um, I didn't realize in, until later on that I clicked like I added some of these and it was like. This story's from February, and I'm like, ah, well, whatever. What are you gonna do? You know? Right. Yeah. Um, just some, just some true crime news that I collected from around the web that I thought were all really interesting or really fucked up and sad. Most of them are fucked up and sad because it's true crime news. True crime news is never like, haha, we caught the guy who dismembered this woman. Lol. Sometimes though, sometimes it's sometimes like they it caught is. the serial pooper of uh, Johannes. Well, I wish I wish I would have covered the serial pooper of Johannes, Wisconsin. Ah, yeah, he yeah. pooped a lot. Well, we we have some fun—not fun, but a little surprise at the end there uh, that we'll get to. Yay! One of them is fun; the other, not so much. Cool. Let's do okay. it. So we're gonna start with this first one here, Mason. Have, did you find yeah. the? Yes, I've got it. I've got the article pulled up now. Uh, do you want me to read the title? Yes, please do. Yes, um, if you could. Missing couple found stabbed to death inside Boston storage unit. And I got to be honest, Jose, so I'm doing, you've read these. This is yes. my, just, I'm doing first takes here. Uh-huh. Poor choice of pictures. It's the two worst <laughs> pictures. And, and I'm guessing these this are their the passport? stabbed couple? Yes. And these but are like the, their passport pictures or something, but they weren't bad. They were not good at taking pictures. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, we'll 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 post all these on the... The, the social links, media right? so everyone yeah. can yeah we'll include all the links we're just going to be reading from their websites and we'll include all the links uh down below as always um <clears throat> okay yeah so boston police arrested a 37 year old medford man after a missing couple was found stabbed to death in a boston storage unit on Friday, April 14th, the Medford Police Department and Middlesex County District Attorney's Office confirmed officials were investigating the disappearance of a 37-year-old Kirill Shukin and his husband, 28-year-old Pavel Vekshin. Those are some names right there. Yeah. Some of their friends and coworkers reported them missing April 9th, but Medford Police said they had not been seen since March 30th. I, you'll love to see that. You know, you'll love to see... Well, I guess that's a you know that's like a week, so that's not bad. I was gonna say you yeah. love to see your coworkers be like, 
Wait a fucking second. This guy hasn't been here for like two weeks, but it's I guess it's like a week. So, you know, I would hope that my coworkers would notice after like two days, like, oh, shit, Jose's not here. I wonder where he's at. But also, Uh, mind your own business, you know? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, based off of the break we just took, it would take like at least three or four months before I would text before, you. Yeah, exactly. But I just, because you're a busy dude. You're a mogul, dude. That's you're shaking I... and baking out in LA. I can't get in your way, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So according to Medford Police and the District Attorney's Office, investigators found Shukin and Vection's bodies inside a storage unit in Boston's Brighton neighborhood Sunday, April 16th. Both men had died from apparent stab wounds, and the DA, Marion Ryan, announced... I'm sorry, in- Jose. I Just a small correction. Both men died from apparent stab wounds. <laughs> yeah, you got to do a Boston accent. <laughs> oh, no. I should have practiced. How do you... Apparent... <laughs> it seems like apparent would be an easy word to do, but it's not. My boy's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Smart. Apparent. Apparent. You want to turn I- your game down a hair? Why don't you shut the fuck up? I'm so sick of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Both men died from apparent stab wounds. I don't know. That's not very boss. That was like JFK, but that's close. I guess. So uh, the DA, Marion Ryan, announced in a Sunday press conference that Shukin was dismembered while Vection's body was located inside a rubber storage bin. Leonoid Volkov, 37, allegedly rented the storage unit using Vection's or Shukin's name. So police arrested Volkov and said he knew both Mekshin and Shukin. There's some real names in this. Is yeah. this is does Boston have like a Russian a little Well, Russia? here's the thing. Some maybe because like uh LA has a, a surprising amount of Eastern European people that for me growing up in Utah. And then I moved wow. out here and I was like, wow, a lot of uh Eastern Europeans. It's great. Fair I love enough. it. Not against it. That okay. <laughs> That sounded like I had to say that because I was. That was weird that you put that in there, yeah. Just saying, in case anybody was wondering. Shukin reportedly signed on as a guarantor for Volkov's apartment. So, like, he, like, co-signed a lease Uh uh, in Medford. But Shukin allegedly declined to co-sign again for the lease's extension. And as a result, Volkov got evicted from his apartment. Volkov then allegedly met up with Shukin on March 29th in a rented U-Haul and could reportedly be seen going in and out of the couple's apartment building around the time that they were missing. Investigators located the U-Haul van at the storage facility, according to the police statement, and the DA announced uh, in the press conference that Volkov has been charged with one count of murder, but she expects additional charges in the coming days. Um, Yeah. If someone shows up and like, hey, I just want to talk, and they have a U-Haul, and I know that he just got evicted or whatever, but I would still yeah. be like, no. Yeah. Also, or come out well, of the. But also, something had to have happened here, right? Like there had to have been some sort of falling out. That... Well, the falling out was that the guy didn't the the one of the the men they didn't... from the couple didn't want to co-sign again, and right. so as a result, he got. Oh yes, I get what you're saying. But he didn't like, want to co-sign for that. Reason. Yeah, there had to be sure. a falling out that caused the co-signing. The no, the no co-sign. But <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree. Something interesting. Something was afoot for sure. Um, not fun. I'll tell you that. Um, uh, I would say out a of bit all of the places. Oh, for sure. Out of all the places, I want to be found. A Boston storage unit is not one of them. I mean, I just call that Tuesday night. <laughs> I'm here with the jokes. Uh, I, I got a, I got a, I got a hot order hey, of jokes man, for you. I hear my... you uh, just sign right here for all these 
top A grade jokes that All I got. Right. Thank All right, you. thank you. Yeah. Uh, according to my friend Jesus, you're the uh, you're the what makes the podcast. He says, "Is this the same guy who said I had sound like I have milk in my mouth?" <laughs> or is the same guy? He's he swings pretty wild on. He his. does, but the other, he for a week he would not shut. That's the just because I f- followed him on Instagram, and he was like, "Yeah, it must be hard to be Mason and carry the whole show, man." Yeah, you know Mason really makes the show, and I was like, "All right." He's I like, "It should it be is. called Captain's Log with Mason Schrader <laughs> and Mason Schrader," and I was like, "Well, settle down." I like that everybody seems to pick up on the best way to fuck with you is just to, it's just to save shit. It's just to find something you mildly disagree with and then just blow it so far out of proportion. Hey. <laughs> just for listeners at home, I've been violently dissing Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie just because Jose said he didn't like it when people did that. I uh, said I that I even... understand why people don't like it, but me personally, I liked it. And then Mason was like, cool. Now I'm going to bully you for that. That's actually not entirely true. What he th- said is, uh, uh, actually, if you look at it, it's a pretty good movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's a pretty good movie if you like dog shit movies about stupid shit. And then he was like, <laughs> and then he peed his pants. So that is true. That's exactly what happened. And you said you yeah. wouldn't bring that up. So that's what? really fucked up. I lied. Mason, let's move on. Yeah. Because we have to, not because I'm mad. Let's okay. move on to Good. the next one. Do you want to read the title of this, Mason? Texas man accused of killing high school grad in 1981 cold case. Now look at this fucker, Mason. <laughs> look at this old fuck. He's guilty. Ah. Even... If you showed me his picture, I would say, yeah, he's guilty, even if I didn't know what he was being accused of. Again, perhaps why I shouldn't be a prosecutor, but he's guilty. Um, that man has some of the puffiest uh, the puffiest face. I've one of the seen. reddest faces, yeah. one of the scariest looking eyes, one of I, the baldest balding heads I've ever seen. He needs to be waterboarded with lotion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's He's a good one. so dry and scabby and red and puffy. So this one comes out of San Antonio, Mason. Using DNA analysis, kind of struggled with that word there for a second, Sorry. investigators reportedly have been able to identify a 68-year-old suspect in the killing of an 18-year-old woman whose body was found along a highway more than four decades ago. So that would have put him in his 20s, 28-ish. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So according to the Texas Department of Public Safety on Thursday, June 4th, 1981, the female's victim, the female victim's body was found near Interstate 35 in Comal County. Although the victim was partially clothed at the time of the discovery, officials do not believe she had been sexually assault assaulted. Oh, cool. Great. Cool. Uh, awesome. Okay. I guess that's a silver lining in this murder, I suppose. Maybe. Investigators reportedly determined the female died from gunshot wounds, and they tried to identify her, identify her through fingerprints and from missing persons reports, but were unsuccessful. She was then buried as a Jane Doe, and the case went cold. And then, in 2009, investigators were able to use DNA technology to identify the victim as Carol Joyce DeLeon. The Department of Public Safety said... DeLeon apparently lived near West Avenue and graduated from Thomas Edison High School days before her death. According to the Department of Public Safety, investigators believe she went to a San Antonio nightclub on June 3, 1981. According to an arrest warrant obtained by Ken's, K-E-N-S, I'm assuming that's the original reporting outlet, 
Uh, before she was shot, investigators believe someone forcibly held the victim's neck due to the bruising she suffered. She had been shot in the head six times. That's Jesus Christ. a lot of times to be shot in the head. It's bad. It's too many well, times. I'm wondering Overkill. if it's gonna if this article is gonna get to it, but so far this is all coming out sounding like someone who would do this more than once. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, so officials reportedly collect, collected fingernail scrapings during the victim's autopsy, and in 2010, a DNA profile for DeLeon's alleged attacker was entered into the Combined DNA Index System, or CODIS. However, investigators were unable to find a match at the time. Then in 2019, investigators reportedly collected another sample of DNA, which was used to perform genealogy testing that identified three persons of interest, which is really interesting because it seems like that's how they're getting these killers nowadays is through genealogy testing. Yeah. Um, so watch out when you do 23andMe because your grandpa might be a serial killer. According to KENS, in November 2021, investigators interviewed a person of interest, Larry Allen West, at his workplace. He reportedly told officials he frequented bars in the area and would pick up on younger women, but he denied knowing anything about DeLeon. He also provided a DNA sample, and in March of this year, investigators concluded West's DNA was the closest match to what detectives found on Leon's body. That's actually crazy that it took two years. I wonder if that's just a f- matter of like, uh, what's a cold case we've got other things to do or if that's how long mm. it takes to test someone's DNA. I would DNA. assume, especially when you've got like old DNA. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that you makes know sense. I mean? Yeah. Well, during interviews with West's ex-wives, the women reportedly told authorities that West was violent and one even said that West allegedly assaulted and raped her repeatedly. On April 13th, the Department of Public Safety announced that West was arrested and charged with murder. Bexar County court records show his bond was set at 125000 and he was released from jail on April 14th. I'm assuming I posted the, uh, the bail 125000 yeah. Uh, should have been higher. I know it's a cold case, but... Yeah, you know, but also... He's shot just, a lady six times in the head. I'd assume it's because he's just like an old man, you know? Um, no, because the Golden State Killer was an old man, and they were like, all right, you're going to well, yeah. rot in jail, old bastard. Well, yeah. Look, but, I'm not but, saying it's right. See, they, didn't, saying, they didn't mention anything, but I wonder now, if, from what you said, if maybe this guy, if maybe it'll come up that- They should be trying to connect him to, and if there's any other cold cases in the area. Yeah, I wonder if- cause Maybe he just- It could have been a, a crime, uh, what do they call it, a passion crime? You know? Yeah, maybe he she just turned him down. And he and was he like... Killed her? He took her somewhere and then... I mean, but then at the same time... Yeah, because, I mean, he didn't try to... Apparently, you know, there was no sign of sexual assault. Right. So, I don't So, that's know. what makes me think that it... You know, now that you say that, that makes me think it could have could be something more than... That he did more than once. And maybe he just lost his temper. Uh, yeah. You know? I, don't I mean, know. that's the difference between some people. I lose my temper and I go ah Mm -hmm. some people lose their temper and they shoot someone six times in the head you know that's you know yeah yeah that's not good no no well you know what i mean i wonder if her parents are still alive it's been 40 years but hopefully someone in her family is gonna get some justice that's that's a good point yeah and I do, I do, I will say, I love, not love, obviously, but I do like that a lot of old cold cases are getting solved nowadays. Yeah. Because of modern technology. 
Yeah. Makes yeah, me... that is nice. I like, I mean, like, obviously I would prefer these assholes get caught. Yeah. When it happens. When it happens. I know that, that we don't know for sure this guy was him, but, um, like, in the Golden Case Killer, it's like, it sucks that they got to live a life, though, you know? Yeah, I, I, yes, agreed. Especially with him, because Golden State, got, like, fucking just straight up, like, was like, all right, I'm going to have a life and settle down and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about the Zodiac, that he's out there, you know, not anymore, obviously, he's probably dead. But that he just was like, "Cool, let me oh, go." They they figured out who the Zodiac was. It was, it was Ted the Cruz. friend. It's Ted Cruz. Oh, oh, yeah, that was that's a good. I mean, I thought it was that guy. You know, didn't wasn't there that guy that was like a cowboy guy that was a prick? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay, that's a different. We'll do a I, side like, story on who I'm pretty sure the Zodiac killer is. Oh, okay. I cracked the case. Oh, I watched the movie Zodiac. So ah. they t- they told me who did it. You know, funny enough, they actually specifically don't. <laughs> nah, but I'm pretty sure who it is. Uh, they heavily the f- implied. Funny enough, I still I believe actually, I still believe the theory that it was more than one person. I cracked the Zodiac case um, it, by watching the Community episode "Ass Crack Bandit." Oh, which famously done in the style of Zodiac. Okay, moving on to the next one. Deleted Google search could exonerate Massachusetts professor accused of running over cop boyfriend, defense says. I'm going to tell you all this, you, Mason, and the listeners. This one is wild. It has a, a twist at the end that you don't... I was like... I remember like reading this and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I was like, whoa. So we'll okay. get into it. So finance professor Karen Reed has been charged with murder. Read or read, do you think? It's the same word, so I, sure. I couldn't tell you. Uh, after allegedly backing into her Boston cop boyfriend, John O'Keefe, outside his friend's house and leaving him to die. But a deleted Google search could exonerate her, her defense claims. So, so basically, she was accused of hitting him outside his friend's house during a snowstorm. Uh, and the cell phone data shows that a person inside the house searched, quote, how long to die in cold? Uh, this was brought up by her defense mm. team in court last Wednesday. So Karen Reed of Mansfield has pleaded not guilty to charges of second-degree murder, motor vehicle manslaughter, and leaving the scene of a collision in connection to the death of Boston police officer John O'Keefe uh, on January 29th, 2022. She was indicted okay. and arrested last June. The couple of two years had spent the night bar hopping with a group of friends that included the residents of of the Canton home where O'Keefe died later that evening. Reed's attorneys said the defendant dropped O'Keefe off at a fellow off-duty officer Brian Albert's home around 12.30 a.m. that night for an after-party, according to the Boston Globe, and skipped the gathering due to stomach issues. I feel that. Many a nights of drinking have led to stomach issues. Yep. Prosecutors say Reed, 41, made a three-point turn in the driveway, striking her boyfriend in the process. After O'Keefe, 46, failed to return home or answer calls, and Reed noticed that her car had a broken taillight, the Bentley University professor allegedly set out to look for him. Around 6 a.m., she allegedly found him bloody and clinging to life, face up in a snowbank outside his fellow officer's house where she had left him. Temperatures that night fell to around 13... (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. This guy just sneezed on my knee. Oh. I'm wearing shorts, too. God damn it. Um, Temperatures that night fell to around 13 degrees Fahrenheit, and a severe winter storm dumped 
21 inches, inches of snow. That's not good conditions to be outside. I'll tell you that it's right not now. It's not good conditions to be driving in, especially if you've yeah, been bar hopping inches, all night. Holy was she, shit, dude. Was she drunk? I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Let's let's rejog Jose's memory by reading this. Fair enough. Um, she then would. She's quoted as saying, "I hit him. I hit him. I hit him." She told responding firefighters, according to NBC Boston. New information shared by defense attorney David Yanetti on Wednesday, which he claimed was withheld by the state in a police cover-up, allegedly implicates others in O'Keefe's death, according to newly filed defense motion reviewed by the Globe. So Jennifer McCab. Albert's sister-in-law, who was inside the home, so the sister-in-law of the cop whose house she left him at, uh-huh. deleted from her phone the incriminated Google search from 2.27 a.m. and deleted oh. multiple phone calls with others in the house before turning her phone over to authorities. And this is according to court documents. Oh. So it's getting juicier. This evidence unequivocally exonerates Karen, this is uh, her defense attorney, because it establishes that individuals who were in the house that night were aware that John was dying in the snow before Karen even knew he was missing. So he then, they then go on to say, there is simply no innocent explanation for Macabre's search at the time. Um, Unle- Gennett- okay. Look. Okay. I could see myself being at a party and being like, wow, it's really fucking shitty out there. I wonder how long it takes to die in the cold and then Googling I, that. I, now, yes. that's a very extreme coincidence. I get that. I'm just saying that I can see a, a time in which I could tell you like, what, also. Mason, yeah. Thank God you weren't there. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Hey, uh, how long? Oh, that's probably why I don't get invited to these parties. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I'm always like, how long do you think it would take you to die if you were outside? They're like, Mason, go home. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys later. Yanetti claims that prosecutors with the Norfolk District Attorney's Office had a- access to McCobb's phone for over a year. And they then go on to say, it's unthinkable that the prosecution would have McCobb's f- cell phone in their possession for more than a year, do a forensic analysis on that phone, and then fail to turn over this extraordinary exculpatory evidence. Exculpatory, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what happened. It makes you wonder what else the prosecution has failed to turn over to the defense. So on Wednesday, the defense team asked the judge to allow them to inspect another phone from a party who was at the uh, Canton home. Uh, Norfolk District Attorney's Office spokesman David Traub told the Globe that it has not yet been determined that the defense has interpreted the raw cell phone data correctly and said that the prosecutors will make a formal and detailed response to the motion in the Norfolk Superior Court at Reed's next scheduled hearing on May 3rd. Working um, it on my calendar. Yeah. Now, honestly, I'm going to be checking back up on this because I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. The defense also claims that the post-mortem photographs of O'Keefe's contradict the prosecution's version of events, depicting wounds consistent with a brutal fight that suggests the officer was beaten severely and left for dead. O'Keefe sustained blunt force injuries to both sides of his face and the back of his head, numerous defensive wounds on his hands, and a cluster of deep scratches and puncture wounds to his right upper arm and forearm, consistent with bite marks and or claw marks from an animal, more specifically a dog, according to the press release. And we know that they're off-duty cops, so, you know, more than likely that they'd have a canine around. But that also could be she hit him with his car... Uh, and he couldn't move, and then a, a dog came over and started trying to eat him. 
I suppose I don't know the and area then, to and say then that there's a lot of roving dogs. It's Boston. I don't. I mean, haven't you heard? There's like it's 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 Boston. It's Bean Town, and they've got a bunch of ravenous dogs. Matt Damon's around, so that's already scary enough. That's true. Ben Affleck sometimes. Mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck also scary. Uh, famous alt rock band The Pixies. John Krasinski. Maybe he's from Massachusetts. I don't this know. is welcome to the part of the podcast where Jose and I just name celebrities that we think might be from Boston. The band Boston, actually from Chicago. What? Guess where the band Chicago's from? Boston. Yeah, I, that's not true. I made that up. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> um, that would have been crazy. I, they should have switched I, bands. So we get emails being like, "Excuse us, how dare you!" fucking assholes um apologies to the hardcore so boston and chicago me personally because a cab i want to believe that this is a police cover-up and it more yeah. than once has it happened that police officers attack other police officers and then it gets like swept under the rug and Serpico. for instance um what's uh the, the 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 girl who went missing at the the army base or whatever and then it was revealed that she was killed by another person at the army base and they all try to like keep it on the dl can't Serp- remember her name serpico what is that Serpico. That was the. Remember the Al Pacino movie? Oh. That was also, the real life case. Frank Serpico. He was a cop who was like trying to do an internal affair investigation and they, they all tried to kill him. Oh, now I need to watch this because that sounds very intriguing. Also, yeah. Better Call Saul. That's what happens to spoilers. That's what happens to Mike's son. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, isn't this. I'm sticking insane? with. The lady hit her, hit him. I broke, don't think so. I don't paralyzed think so. him. Now, hear me out. The wife hit him, paralyzed him from the waist down. <laughs> Some sort of feral, feral dog or coyote, maybe possibly wolf. Sure. Um, tries to eat him. He fights it off uh, with his upper body, sustains all the wounds. At some point in time during the night, lady looks out and is like, "I wonder how long it would take to die in the cold." <laughs> You know what, Mason? Uh, if um, if uh, if the if the the defense team for that woman is hiring, uh, just let you just let me know. I'll be there in a in an instant. I'm definitely gonna be checking up on this because I'm intrigued. Um, yes, that's a that's I definitely a fucking think crazy. There story. is foul play. Maybe even if she hit him, I think the fact that they, that they well, maybe found him and didn't call the the authorities. Well, that's the thing because I can see. I, mean, I can see her the, hitting him. You know, it's a, bar what hopping. is it? Blunt force injuries to both sides of his face and the back of his head. That could be from a car. They're 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 drinking all night. They go to it's it's fucking a blizzard. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's up late. Hey, if she's got tummy issues, she might be having a little bit of diarrhea. She's in a rush. I suppose. Um, so she dropped Stop him off at twelve thirty. Stop saying that. Like you're just—it feels like you're dismissing all of the points, and I feel like I'm making pretty legitimate ones. So she dropped him off at twelve thirty, and then the search happened at two twenty-seven a.m. Yeah, these people definitely like beat this man to death for sure, possibly, allegedly. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Good. Nice. It's just. I've crazy. seen The Departed. Oh yeah. Yeah, that cop kills that other cop. Oh man, spoilers. You haven't seen The Departed? No. I haven't, but it's okay. I, you, Actually, to it's be fair, though, they're all cops, so that really didn't spoil it for you that much. Okay. So moving on to this next one. This is a big one because I heard about it from from my fucking coworkers for a week, but it was the stupidest thing ever. 
So did you hear, so read this, this uh, headline, if you will, Mason. Tech consultant arrested in murder of Cash App founder Bob Lee in San Francisco. So I don't know if you heard about this, Mason. Uh, I have not. Cash App founder Bob Lee was killed in San Francisco, and immediately the internet went to work saying he was assassinated because the government is planning like um, cashless currency in the future, which is like something that I guess the federal government is rolling out where they're going to give you the option to do like cashless paying for certain things. This has been in the works for years. It had already come out since before, or was planned rollout before him. It has really, there's, look it up, people, it has really no connections with him. But for a week, my co well, I don't know, Jose. Like, I heard the government had him assassinated because my coworkers, uh, no, no, they're Mason, rolling out. No, 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 no. I heard, Jose, that the government assassinated him because they're rolling out their own uh-huh. pay, uh-huh. Uh, cashless so why wouldn't thing. the guys from Venmo have him killed or the guys behind Zell? That's the other <laughs> thing that fucking people seem to forget. That's why I hate conspiracy. That's why I hate conspiracy theories. They're so uh, stupid. Uh, I can't even. I'm not even going to be able to explain it to you because you're such a sheep. <laughs> you know? You're such anyway, a sheep. I, I show, can't even I explain show it. up to work la- or two weeks ago, whenever this was, and my coworkers are like, oh, did you hear that, dude? Isn't that kind of suspicious? That, like, he literally, like... Did, like you know, he's like behind like you know cryptocurrency and fucking uh, cashless like currency and shit. And like now he's dead right before the government rolls hers out. Isn't that kind of weird? And I was like, it is. I don't it is think kind so. of weird if you don't think about it for even a second. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Love my coworkers, but they're some of the most batshit people I've ever met. Like, I get, like, if I had just heard, if I had just read, like, that as an art, art as a headline, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess that is a little weird. But And then you'd you, look into yes. it and be like, oh, oh, never mind. So, an arrest has been made in the high-profile murder of Cash App founder Bob Lee. This story has a surprise uh, a cameo from our very good friend, hero, personal hero, Elon Musk, later on. Mm. Um... <laughs> in the uh, arrest has been made in the high-profile murder of Cash App founder Bob Lee, who was fatally stabbed in San Francisco last week, with authorities alleging the businessman was killed by someone he knew. Nima Momeni, a 38-year-old from nearby Emeryville, was taken into custody on Wednesday without incident in the city, the SFPD announced Thursday. He was charged with murder and booked into the San Francisco County Jail. You looked like you wanted to say something, Mason. Um, no, I just Nima Momini. 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 Yeah, well, that's what that's. I just all I heard you say was Nini Momini, and that. Millie Vanilli. The name. Family members of Lee, forty-three, said their murdered loved one had personally known Momini, a tech entrepreneur and consultant, according to the New York Times. Momini appeared in court Friday but did not enter a plea, uh, adding he's now, set, uh, he's now set to be arraigned on April 25th and was ordered held without bail. This is, this is okay. So, the facts of what occurred or didn't occur will come out over time. Attorney Robert Candy, the sister of Momini's lawyer, who's currently on vacation, said after Friday's hearing. So not even his own lawyer, the sister of his lawyer is saying this, which is so funny. Where are you? If your client is in court, where are you? 
And that's such a non that's such a non response. Oh, yeah. The facts of what happened or possibly didn't happen will inevitably be evident. Yeah. That sounds right. like something Pierce would say in community. Yes. So in addition, and in case you don't know who, who Bob Lee was, uh, in addition to founding the mobile payment uh, service Cash App, he was uh, also ch- uh, CTO, Chief Technology Officer at Square Inc., uh, the technology company now known as Block Inc. Uh, Lee had a host of other professional achievements. Uh, for instance, he was Chief Product Officer of MobileCoin, which is a cryptocurrency company. Um, he... Uh, Contributed a lot to Android at Google. He was, uh, like I said, first CTO of Square. Created Cash App. All this, you know, he was a, he was well known within that industry. Uh, he had sure. recently moved to Miami and was reportedly back in the San Francisco area for business at the time uh, that he was fatally stabbed. He survived by his two daughters, who still live in the Bay Area with their mom, uh, whom Lee was separated from. And now, who is this guy, Nina Nima Momeni? Uh, so he, his LinkedIn profile describes him as an IT consultant and entrepreneur with his most recent job title listed as the owner of Expand IT Inc. He describes the company on his LinkedIn page as a collection of local expert enterprise IT professionals dedicated to providing solid, reliable, and efficient technology solutions. Okay. So anyway, this, it sounds like a bunch of dumb bullshit. But yeah, so so this guy's company was located in Emeryville, and according to the Times, uh, the Oliver Lee, the victim's brother, said that the family didn't know Momeni well. They just knew that he was one of the numerous tech acquaintances that his brother had. Um, I so I'm looking here. I've got a quote from uh, I think it's the police that uh, talking about what the possible motive of this crime was. Yeah. And apparently, this is a, a quote, a, allegedly a fight broke out over uh, Momini's itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that Momini seemed to have been worn the first time today. <clears throat> um, uh, it goes on to say you really that had me there. lawyers for uh, Bob Lee has... Um, said that um, Nini Momini is a evident Mini Bobini and that when police and detectives did indeed cover the itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini, it had spots of bleedy all over it. So, you know, I mean. I really was like, wow, Mason looked this up in his spare time. He's looking at quotes. It's suspicious. Son of a bitch. It's suspicious. So, in 2011, Momini was actually charged with illegal possession of a switchblade and driving with a suspended license. Um, so, an teeny weeny, teeny be, a teeny weeny. Yeah, in a polka dot. I fucked. I, 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 <laughs> the, the charge involving uh, the knife was dismissed, and Momini pleaded no contest to the suspended license charge. So, around 2.35 a.m. on April 4th, San Francisco police officers responded to Main Street in the upscale neighborhood of Rincon Hill after getting a report of a stabbing. They found Lee suffering from stab wounds, gave him medical aid, and contacted medics. Lee was taken to an area uh, hospital with life-threatening injuries, and according to police, he died of his injuries. Uh, this- uh, so, there's... I, I am seeing a... A, uh, uh, a, 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 a a report to the contrary that says that he went when he went to the hosp- the hospital he only had itsy bitsy teeny weeny 
Stabinis. So, uh, you know, it's just who you believe, what what news you read, honestly. Yeah, is you know. I think what, what <laughs> we're really learning here. Enemy of the people, I always say. Uh, despite Momini's arrest, police stated Thursday that they still considered this an active investigation and are asking anyone with information related to the case to call the SFPD's uh, 24-hour tip line. Um, the killing sparked public outcry with notable figures from Twitter and Tesla CEO Elon Musk to MMA fighter Jake Shields questioning the safety of San Francisco and calling out what I... he viewed as failed policies. And this is, this is, I'm not, I don't really care about Shield, but no, I want to read Musk said, um, he responded to some, to the, I think Shield's tweet and said, very sorry to hear that. Uh, sorry, I'll read in my Elon Musk's voice. Very sorry to hear that. Uh, many people know, I know, have been severely assaulted. Uh, a violent crime in SF is horrific. And even if attackers are caught, they are often released immediately. Shut the <laughs> fuck up i just the f- i just fucking hate him i hate that he has to weasel his way into everything and just say the most well it's I just, just such a fucking case of like when it's one of their own yeah. you know what i mean like he could be fucked about all of the people dying he but called once, he called the guy s- that was trying to rescue those kids a pedophile remember that does everybody remember yes that? yes but as soon as it as soon as it's like oh what if people realize that rich people bleed yeah. It's like, well, we, but you know what I mean? Then it's suddenly we got to push. Let we gotta that push. sink in, Mason. That Let, rich people bleed? No, did you not see the thing when he, when he acquired, oh, you're not on Twitter, really. When he acquired Twitter, he walked oh, into Twitter holding a big, stupid fucking sink and oh. posted it saying, let that sink in. And he was like, <laughs> I've had him <laughs> muted on Twitter for a very long time. And he's holding the sink. And it doesn't make any sense as a joke. Let what sink in? The one that he, he had in his hands. that he won that he that he bought Twitter, let that sink in. Also, you went and bought a whole sink for a stupid video. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just not even funny. And that's the yeah, thing. I, I I finally muted him because he kept being recommended to me, even though I said more than once that I did not want to see his tweet, so I just had to block it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he spent how much was it to buy it? How much did he buy it for? Forty four billion. Just to try to be the funniest guy on Twitter, and he's such a lame fuck. He he's fifty something, and he's bad at. He yeah. just wants to be a funny meme guy. He's such a fucking loser. And I know that people are gonna be like, "Well, he's got millions," and you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm funnier than him. I can say that confidently that I'm funnier than Elon Musk is. And yeah, Elon Musk, if you're listening can, to this and I'm, you want to buy the podcast, hey man, I'm all for it. Hey, we'll uh, take your hush money. Yeah, 100%. 100%. We'll take your hush money. And we won't feel bad doing it because we let everybody know from the start. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we don't We don't have morals like that kid tracking your jet. We'll just take the money. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. And then the article goes on to talk about, like, the political, like, clashing that has ha- happened because of this case um, with, like, a state senator being like, yeah, uh, <laughs> he did not say yeah. <laughs> A Democratic state senator, Scott We Is that Wiener or Wiener? Is that his last name? <laughs> um, oh, Scott I on that. Scott Weiner? Weiner. Wiener. 
which to uh, the very end um jose i think based off of our um journalistic uh, aptitude we're contractually obligated to say scott wiener so scott wiener said this is uh the danger of making one crime into a symbol this was a horrific brutal murder and i'm so grateful that the police solved it so quickly and san francisco does have a real public safety problems but this particular crime does not appear to have anything to do with them which is true but to be fair but it's just when it's when it's when one of them is in danger suddenly we're all coming republicans and democrats all need to come together to make sure that we all know that this is a terrible tragedy and things have to change because because one of them got touched yeah and, and that's a and that's a no-no it doesn't matter it, 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 this is where well, it becomes a class thing to- where now it's about <laughs> oh they're touched oh, we can be touched this has to be this has to be put to an end it's a horrible tragedy and everyone needs to know that to be fair if we ever make it as big time podcasters and i die i want that same outrage mason i want you to be like now one yeah. of us has been touched yeah <laughs> they're coming for all of us jose if, i'm i'm if true always crime talking. podcasters are are no longer untouchable then then who's safe i'm always talking as one of us jose yeah. right now i'm the one of us that's not one of them but if i become one of them them become us and now i'm still one of us cool you know what uh, i mean Moving on to this next one. There's the thing is when rich people, when poor people get killed, it's it's one thing. When rich people get killed, I mean, come on. What is this country coming to? No, honestly, though, like if you can be a billionaire and die. Yeah, that's fucked up. Whoa. That's you know what I mean? Up. Mm-hmm, that's fucked yeah. up. So moving on to this next one, Mason. This, had, this one has a hell of a headline. Please read it for me and the listeners. Man sentenced for smothering, dismembering wife to be with mistress who backed his comic book store dreams. So, a cheating Pennsylvania man was sentenced Tuesday to 22 to 44 years in state prison for dismembering his wife after smothering her to death. Stephen Capaldi. Uh, oh, no, I was going to say it's Louis Capaldi. I was like, isn't that the Irish singer? But it's Louis Capaldi. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Uh, Peter Capaldi, great actor as well. Um, anyway, Stephen Capaldi, 57, this guy's none of them, <laughs> had pleaded guilty to third-degree murder for killing 55-year-old Elizabeth Beth Capaldi, the Bucks County District Attorney Office wrote in a press release. So Capaldi admitted to smothering his wife to death on the morning of October 10th, 2022, using a pillow while she slept, strangling her, then cutting up her remains in their basement to dispose of two days later. Uh, you know, the first, my first thing is I've just got to give respect to, um, everyone, uh, you know, I, the, the fact that Giannis and, and, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna uh, say the bus. and, 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 and Brooke Lopez were all able to take time. I mean, they're in the playoffs right now. The fact that they were able to take a break from that to solve this case. Joe Ingles, he's with them now. Uh, yes, Joe Ingles. Thank you. Uh, the fact that they were able to take a, a break from the playoffs to solve this murder is actually a, a really good it's really good for them. I, th- I think that's that's great. I think Holiday, Drew Holiday, he's still around. I think, yeah, not Kate <laughs> Middleton. Um, fuck Middleton. Uh, Chris Middleton. Uh, yeah. Chris Middleton. He should date Kate Middleton. He because sh- they'd be Kate. They're both already. But Kate maybe Middleton. they're related. I don't think they are. I don't know. You never know. Okay. So anyway, to avoid a first-degree murder charge, Capaldi led police to his wife's makeshift grave on Hog Island in Tinicum Township, 
near Philadelphia National Airport. Kind of want to go to Hog Island now. I can look. I don't in we don't Tiny have a, Cum Township. That's how it's spelled, guys. Tiny oh, it is spelled Tiny Cum Township. <laughs> uh, I don't have time to explain to you Hog Island, but I could. Okay. Is it a sex thing? Is that what it is? No, it's uh, apparently. I was just listening to the dollop on this, and uh, you know, hogs weren't native here, so they just brought uh, people just brought hogs and then just put ho- pigs everywhere and just like because they didn't have to take care of them and keep them in fences, they just let them roam the forest. But they were Man. like slow, so they they would just live and survive by themselves. And then like uh, right before winter came, they just hunt them and they they just kill them. And then but then they leave the rest. To it's just so great what we did to this country. You know what I mean? And, there's been multiple what is now Ellis Island was once known as Hog Island. Or no, not maybe it wasn't Ellis Island. One of the islands outside of New York was like that where a dude a rich dude just like put a shit ton of pigs on it. There was a island and we talked about this in that Utah one where the guy put all his cows on the one island. Yeah, that was a little different, but still. Okay. You didn't have to come after me like that, but all right. <laughs> I didn't come. I wasn't coming after you. I'm just saying it was a little different. Yeah, that's nothing like what I said, but whatever. I didn't say that. I said it's a little different. Um. Yeah, I just love when it's like, well, this species actually didn't exist in America, but rich, but like greediness and business brought it here. You know what I mean? That's like I was yeah. telling. I was telling someone at work this fun fact, Mason. I don't know if you or the listeners know this. Pineapples not native to Hawaii. I guess I didn't know that. The Dole Company introduced them to Hawaii back in like a long time ago when they were like seizing control of the island and took it away from the king and convinced the U.S. to adopt it so that they could have business or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Can Capaldi, we talk about the murder again? Yeah, I'm sure. sad now. Capaldi also pleaded guilty. I'm going to link that video for anybody that wants to know the history of, of Hawaii. It's very interesting. It's by Overly Sarcastic Productions. They do these fun little like 10 to 12 minute videos about the history of things and it's like funny. Link that in the show notes. Watch that. Capaldi also pleaded guilty to charges for possessing an instrument of a crime, tampering with physical evidence, obstructing the administration of law, and abuse of a corpse. You know, instrument of a crime is my nickname. <laughs> Never heard anyone call you that. Uh, a lot of people have. You just haven't been around. It's, it happened when I moved to L.A. On Tuesday, he apologized to family and friends in the courtroom, saying, I know I'm guilty, but I don't know why I did what I did. Which, according to this headline, is it seems fake. It seems like he does know what he According did. to an affidavit of probable cause obtained by law and crime, Capaldi initially told police numerous lies about what happened, claiming that she may have left on her own accord, despite the fact that her vehicle and cell phone were left behind in their home and was probably on a beach somewhere warm. He told officers with Sellersville Picassie Borough Police Department that he and his wife had watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer the night before she disappeared. She was probably trying to prove a point, Capaldi said, because she was unhappy in their marriage and was having an affair. Ladies, if your man wants to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer before bed, watch out. You are going to die. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Also, I like that he like had enough of an understanding to like dismember her, but then, <laughs> but then failed to like ditch her car somewhere or even remove her cell phone from the house. Like, why didn't he take? Yeah. I was just bad at crime, I say. Yeah. So 
in reality, Capaldi was the one who was unhappy. Uh, a search of his phone confirmed that he carried on an emotional and sexual affair with another uh, woman for six months. That mistress, according to a grand jury report, supported Capaldi's dream of opening a comic book store with his brother while his wife did not. I, so you know get what? A divorce. Look, exactly. Exactly. And I know that he's probably like, well, I'll lose half of my money. But you'll be happy and you can, you know, work towards your goal or whatever. If you're not happy with this is a th- and again, it's it comes down to like these people aren't right anyway. Right. But a lot of these murders of like spouses where they're like, I was having an affair with someone, just fucking get a divorce and you can go live and have be with that other person. You don't have to kill the person that you're with. Right. Divorce yeah. is more than common in the United States now. It's fine. It's okay. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Just don't kill people. Well, that too, yeah. Other contents of the phone were made even were even more damning. Among his internet searches were, this isn't funny, but it is, how to get away with murder. Conjecture. Can you avoid police detection by turning off your phone? Conjecture. How to delete Facebook messages. Who and hasn't? How to disappear and never be found, which I think I both Mason and Google I look that, that up weekly. <laughs> Once a day, I Google how to disappear Once and never be found. Once a week, I, I Google how to get off the grid. How to live happy with dog and woods, I say. <laughs> Sometimes it's just be happy, question mark. Ha- Sometimes I don't even get be happy. I just happy, question mark. <laughs> Why sad? Why sad? <laughs> Why sad all time? Uh, (laughs) he had also viewed the fbi handbook of crime scene forensics according to the affidavit and searched for a reciprocating saw and diy blacklight wow yeah he obviously put a lot of effort into everything except for like the most obvious things just but i'll tell you this he did not read any true crime comic books i gotta make sure that they don't I i gotta make sure that they can't track my uh, that, that I can make sure there's no forensics, but also I'll just leave her car and phone here. It's fine. So in addition to jail time, common pleas judge Carissa J. Liller also ordered Capaldi on Tuesday to pay $8,308.50 in restitution to his daughter for her mother's funeral and not contact her unless she initiated. Uh, his daughter said, my mother is dead and my father killed her. I have the love of friends, family, even strangers, but my own father took the person who loved me most. Uh, she would first report her mother missing on October 12th when the woman told her father she planned to call police. Capaldi reportedly told her, do what you think you have to do. Now Emma, in her statement, said her father should never be free from prison to finally leave her mother's memory in peace. Just That's sad, man. Sad. It's just sad, bro. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but that's just, I was going to, because I had a fun little thing where I was going to say that when I murder you, I'm going to tie your phone to a pigeon. Please do. Because then, then they'll just be like, oh, he's just on vacation. <laughs> oh, he's just flying around New York City, they'll say. Yeah. Oh, he's the Empire State Building now? Okay, very well. Sitting on a bridge for five hours. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. I also like that you think that I'm going to, to go to kill New you York in City? Los Angeles and then, and then fly yeah. your phone to to New York to tie it to a New York pigeon. Makes sense to me. That's how you cover up a crime, baby. That's what I'm going to do to you. 
well, we'll see who I might do it to a Canadian goose. <laughs> oh, you might die. I thought you were saying I might do what the crime <laughs> murder a Canadian goose. <laughs> Take their phone and put it on a pigeon. Well, they do have very strangleable necks. Yeah. So these last two Mason come from our own backyards. And uh, I'm going to save the one from Iowa till the end. Okay. Uh, we're moving on to one from Southern California. Uh, if you want to read this one, this one is not very fun. It's just true crime. As opposed videos. to the blast we've been having with all the rest? <laughs> yes. Remember when I've got to make the joke about the, 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 the Milwaukee Bucks? That was a fun time. I liked Remember that. Remember, like, because, like, Giannis Santacumpo would have, like, I a Sherlock Holmes hat? He's a big guy. Oh, have him, like a little sh- him you with know? a shirt. That'd be fun. And then and the Joe Ingles glass. would be like his Watson. Yeah. He'd have and a cane. for all the NBA fans, it's not because he's the second best player on the team. I just think he's objectively the funniest Watson. Yes. He'd be, so, all, like, he'd be all like, hey, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, what do you think muttered him, Giannis? He's I'm Australian, Watson. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. Good eye. I'm Watson. Got frickin' angled. You want to get fucking glassed, mate? He'd say. That was... All right, right, anyway. All right. Steady on. All right. Two brothers convicted of murdering groom after crashing his wedding in California. Oh. So, um, two brothers were found guilty of second-degree murder in the brutal beating death of a groom after his own wedding in Southern California more than three years ago. Um, I love that we're now just getting around to it, but you know, crime is slow. Wheels of justice turn slowly. Very slowly. The horror unfolded after Ronnie and Josue Castaneda crashed the wedding reception of Joe Melgoza and his bride Esther Melgoza in Chino on December 14th, 2019, then returned in the early morning hours of December 15th when the violence occurred. The jury also found the Castaneda siblings guilty of assault with a deadly weapon for injuring the bride's brother, Juan Bustamonte. The DA's office... That's a fucking hell of a last name, man. I like that. Bustamonte. The the DA's office announced Tuesday that Melgoza's cause of death was blunt force trauma to the head after the brothers attacked him with baseball bats. He died within minutes of the blows. He was 30 years old. Authorities found no connection between the brothers and the wedding party and suggested they heard the reception going on at a residence because they lived nearby. They then showed up uninvited uh, to the party, which had a DJ, dance floor, bar, mariachi band, and a photo booth. Aside from the horribleness that happened later on, sounds like a good party. Yeah. The siblings mingled, danced, and posed for pictures with female guests at the reception before leaving, according to the DA's office. After the party, the pair returned via a trail behind the house, the house behind the house that hosted the event, and brought baseball bats with them. The victim and his family members were not aware the brothers were armed with the bats, the DA's office stated. The brothers antagonized the groom from behind a fence, inciting Melgoza to jump over it, according to a release from the DA's office. After Melgoza and other family members uh, jumped over, the Castaneda brothers attacked them by punching them and beating them with bats. One of the attackers ran into a home unrelated to the reception and lost a bat to one of the family members of the newly married couple. Melgoza followed them, running into this yard without a weapon. 
Minutes later, according to the DA's office, the brothers were seen hopping the fence out of that yard with just one bat. When the Chino Police Department arrived, they tended to a hurt family member before finding Melgoza dead in the nearby yard where the Castaneda brothers were last seen before jumping the fence. Andy Velasquez, Melgoza's brother and the best man at his wedding, told Oxygen.com days after the attack that those involved in the wedding didn't immediately realize that the Castaneda brothers shouldn't have been there, saying they were seen blending in with the invited guest. They were at the bar with us. Because it was such a big party and it was two families, we just assumed that somebody knew them because they were right there among us. Um, uh, prior to the, uh, prior Oxygen.com reporting also states that some of the real wedding guests had asked the brothers to leave at one point, according to Velasquez. The siblings left at the time, but later returned with the bats after most of the guests had left. Okay, Jesus Christ. So... Josue told authorities, this is one of the the Castaneda brothers, that he did not attend the reception, but after the arrest and a photo booth picture found in his pocket showed the Castaneda brothers with one of the female guests from the reception. That's police, tough. Yeah. Police also used info on the Snapchat app to identify the siblings. Look, if you're gonna say, hey, I wasn't at that party, don't carry incriminating evidence of you being at that party. That's like be that's like when I mean this happens about once a week where uh Kim will be like um uh, where's all the peanut butter at and then I'll be like I don't know I haven't had any peanut butter at all but my face is covered in peanut butter like I'm like just like all over yeah. my face is covered in peanut butter I'm like no nope, I haven't even peanut, peanut butter yeah classic mason move yeah um so that this this happened in March so I'd have to check up to see if there's been any uh, further uh, investigating, but um, the sentencing happened in March. Well, Not fuck fun. Those man. guys, <clears throat> they're pieces of shit. Yeah. So we're moving on to our last one. This one comes from Mason's very own backyard. Mason, do you want to read the, the headline for this one? Iowa man accused of decapitating woman allegedly had satanic goat's head in his home. Now, Jose. Yes, Mason. It's not fair. That's not fair. Because so? I'd have a satanic goat's head in my house. That doesn't make me a murderer. No, but what happens later on with this guy? I think he just he just happened to be someone who killed someone to do satanic shit with. Oh. I don't think it's bad because that if he had just done satanic shit and didn't kill anybody, it's fine. That's true. That's true. It just what's bad is that he killed someone. Yeah, don't kill people. And then and then. Coincidentally, I'll I'll tell you what, that facial hair is a crime in itself. It's bad, guys. He just has like a soul patch. Yep. Like a blonde soul patch. It's disgusting. How do you say this town's name? Osage? Um, Osage? Osage. Yeah, Osage, I think. I don't actually know. So out of Osage, Osage, Iowa, a 23-year-old man was arrested and charged after allegedly killing a 30-year-old woman whose skull was discovered in a state park last year. I mean, he's 23, man. Could have been could have been me. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know why I had to incriminate myself. Like, why like would that. you even say that? I cut that up. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just meant, it uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> According to the criminal complaint, on July 12th, 2021, at approximately 5.27 p.m., a teenager found a human skull at the Greenbelt River Trail Park. Do you know that park? No, look, no. I get that Iowa's a small state, but I don't know. I know most of the places thing. in Utah. I'm just saying, but whatever. Uh, a deputy, 
<laughs> reportedly responded to the scene and recovered the skull. Around seven months later, on February 2nd, uh, Angela Bradbury's family reported her missing to the Cerro Gordo County's sheriff's office. They reportedly had not seen her since April 2021 and Jesus. didn't report her missing until February 2nd, 2022. That's the most Iowa thing I've ever... Like, that's what I'm t- telling you about. Like, if you went missing, I'd be like... Like, I'd wait, like, five or six months and be like, well, he's probably just busy and maybe he doesn't want to talk to me. And then finally, and then I'd like... like Amateur podcaster, which, again, this is how they will introduce us in the news. We've talked about this before. Uh-huh. Amateur podcaster found mummified in his home. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I guess he's... Guess he's dead. I guess that's why he didn't respond. That would make sense. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, friend and co-host said, "Yeah, it made sense when I didn't talk to him for six months, and when I finally texted him, he didn't respond for another six. <laughs> Nearly a week later, on February 11th, authorities were able to confirm that the skull belonged to Bradbury, utilizing dental records. The complaint said, "Okay, so this skull sat there from July 12th." Until February 11th, when they finally were like, oh, yeah, we should but probably check also, the dental records. And they maybe didn't... we're getting into this, but it was, a, it was a skull. Yeah. It wasn't a head. No, it was a skull. Which means it had to have been, unless he no, cleaned it. No, I think it. he probably cleaned it. Well, that's weird. That's a People weird People do thing that, though. You, do. You, what is it? You boil it and... Yeah, Something you put to it in get bleach. Skin I have plenty of skulls that aren't human, oh. but it's weird to do that just to throw wink, it away. Wink, Mason. <laughs> Don't. I'm not. I'm not saying I have human skulls. I'm just saying that, like, it's why go to all that trouble if you're just gonna huck it into the woods? Yeah, Mason keeps his skulls under his bed in a little chest that says skulls. I do not. I proudly display them, and also the human ones. Shut up. <laughs> Upon further investigation of the timeline, authorities learned Bradbury was arrested on April 5th, 2021 for allegedly trespassing. But she was released. This is the woman who died. But she was released the next day. Bradbury reportedly went to an associate's house on April 6th. (laughs) Associate. So funny, these titles. I don't think it's an associate's house. I think it's just a person. Associate makes me think of business. Yeah. Um, They went to an associate's house on April 6th changed clothes and left with a younger white male according to the complaint nathan gilmore had a scheduled arraignment at the cerro gordo county jail on april 6th the day bradbury was released from jail on august 19th gilmore was interviewed by law enforcement and said he picked up a woman who looks like bradbury near the cerro gordo county jail on april 6th the complaint alleges however he reportedly denied knowing who she was when he picked her up Gilmore changed his story and stated that he dropped Bradbury off five blocks away, and he told authorities he had not seen her again. However, the complaint alleges that Gilmore's Facebook account was active on April 6th, northwest of the Greenbelt River Trail Park at 7.21 p.m., and then active again southeast of the Greenbelt River Trail Park at around 8.35 p.m., 37. Uh, It's not funny, but it is kind of funny that he's like... Man, what's on Facebook right now? <laughs> like, what's happening on Facebook after he just dumped a skull out in this 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 park? That is a good point. Yeah. Focus Me personally, on the I wait until I'm home to check my social media after committing a crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, according to the, for legal reasons, that is a joke. According to the complaint, police <laughs> searched Gilmore's home on August nineteenth. 
2022, where they discovered a drawing of a satanic goat's head in the shape of a pentagram with blood splatters in different numbers, including 04-06, the date Bradbury was last seen. That's a bit incriminating. Yeah. 590, a code believed to mean someone is tired of living. No idea what that's talking about. I don't know. 590, man. (laughs) Me. Hey, 590 (laughs) to you too, dude. 43.3, comma, negative 92.8, the GPS coordinates for the Greenbelt River Trail Park. Wow. Gilmore, just not not good at this. Really bad at murder. <laughs> Gilmore was reportedly arrested and charged with first-degree murder, according to a Mitchell County Sheriff's Office uh, release posted by the Iowa Department of Public Safety. I think this is this he was is bu- mis- sorry, real quick. He was booked oh, yeah. on a one million dollar bond. This is ridiculous that they led with the satanic skull thing and not the date not and sad, GPS yeah. coordinates of the body found. You Mason, know what I mean? This, this is the is, thing about America. Is there is, any time there's anything satanic, the fucking news outlets are going to jump on that shit. Because I even ever, though everyone is like the satanic panic is over, it's not. It's just called a different thing now. I'm gonna get I'm gonna if 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 there's a crime ever within across the street from me, within a <sighs> within a whiff's distance of me, I'm going to get fucking You're going uh, to jail. I'm gonna get um Damien Eckled so goddamn hard. Yeah, you're going to jail, buddy. Yeah. Uh, do you know how many times I've drawn the hey, pentagram? Dude, as long as they let you. I literally I just drew, drew one today at work. Yeah, it's super fun. It was funny. One of my coworkers saw that. I, there's a for the video watchers. Here's a little some little drawings I did at work. Yeah. Um, of a devil, a pentagram, and other macabre things. And uh, one of my coworkers was like, "Hey, man, what is that?" And I was like, "Don't, don't worry about." It. <laughs> I draw. Do you know how many? I'm so good at drawing skulls. You, he is. I'm he is so good. good at it. That's I draw so many skulls. It's almost exclusively what I draw. Mason is like Jonah Hill's character in Superbad, but instead of dicks, he draws skulls. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I've gone to therapy, so fucking stop at yeah, telling don't me stop, to. Stop. The, 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 the white girl with the pink hair right now who's shouting, he needs to go to therapy. He I has. Thought you were- I thought you were talking about me. I thought you were saying that I'm a white girl with pink hair. For those Stop who don't know, I have pink, pink hair right hair. now. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. I'm a white girl with pink hair. I have, I have, my feelings get hurt easily. Um, is there any true crime news of your hometown? Not even news, but is there any true crime that's happened in your hometown that you can think of? A fun story to share? Uh, there was like a. This is. I mean, so I don't. I'm this. I, I guess I'm not going fun. I should have completely said. off of my memory here. So every you, yeah. you know, this is with a grain of salt. But there was a dude I think who killed his stepdad with like a a battle axe. Like, like you know how those guys who have samurai swords. Yeah, he had a battle axe. He had his. He had a battle axe. I now I have to look it up. That's kind of cool. Um, here, I'll, in the meantime, I'll tell one from my memory as well. I've talked about it before, so I kind of remember most of the details. In Payson, so not in California, but when I lived in Utah from my actual hometown. Well, that's not, it doesn't matter. Um, the guy one time, this is when I was still living in Utah, went around, it's not funny, went around attacking people in Payson with a sledgehammer. Um, and I th- And he went into a preschool? And attacked some of the kids with a sledgehammer. No one died. Thank Christ. Um, but I'll tell you this. It was a really interesting lunge because I was at, or the 
Yeah, it was or the kids is when I worked with Max's mom as a, a student teacher, and um, we're like sitting there while the kids are at PE, and I'm like, "Whoa, are you seeing this?" And she's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and it's like man goes on a sledgehammer spree in Payson, Utah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And my mom's like texting me. She's like, hey, a bunch of helicopters just flew nearby. Like, should I be worried? And I'm like, yeah, lock the only, fucking doors. Only like, if you see a man with inside. a sledgehammer. It's literally what I told her. I was like, if you see a guy with a sledgehammer, don't open the door. Because that's what he was doing is he was going around houses. He'd knock. They'd open oh, the door. God. And he'd just fucking like whack. Um, um, no one died. Okay. But it was okay, fucking I got, crazy. I got this one for you. This was like 2020. Um, axe murder wins appeal, pleads guilty. Uh, an Oskaloosa man accused of hacking another man to death pleaded guilty Friday afternoon. Uh, Bradley Aterburn acknowledged that in 2011 he killed 58-year-old Robert Henry Horovitz with a replica medieval-style battle axe. <laughs> no, not funny. Not um, funny. It's not. Uh, he got murder in the first degree. Wow. Um, there's nothing, no, nothing else really... Um, that's absolutely insane. Hey, you know what though? You have to make what's a you have to make do with. Oh, the they have got. a picture of the axe. <laughs> um, I'll put the link onto the yes, please thing do. so you can see it. Um, so there's that one, right? There was also um a there was a, I think you were mate you were around for this one. There was that kid that got stabbed outside of the gas. It station. was like right before the year before I moved there, I think. Oh wow, that's like a. It's not even like a. Like a normal axe-looking thing. It's like a it's fucking superhero I gotta weapon. be honest, yeah. Looks um, like something Hawkman would have. There was a... There's actually Oscar... Or not uh -huh. Oscar, but Mahaskett County has made it to the Supreme Court in a, um, a precedent-setting case. Uh, because this couple owned like a defunct... Or like, a, like an abandoned house uh, out in rural uh, Mahaskett County. Um, and they... Uh, people like kids kept breaking into it. There wasn't like they weren't like stealing shit. They were just like breaking in and vandalizing it because it was like a, a it wasn't fully abandoned. I don't know, whatever. Uh, so the owner of this house rigged this thing where it was a shotgun at knee height, and oh when they opened God. this door, it fired. Um, and so the 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 guys who broke into the house sued him and were like. For like we got her trying to break into your house. Well, yes, but it, they won because they were like, "You're not allowed. You can't fucking maim." Yeah, people. I, you I, can't I think set you set up booby trap booby trap your house to yeah. maim people. And it wasn't because it wasn't in the like it wasn't in self defense. No one was there. You know what I mean? Like it was an empty house. He did it just to fucking brutally maim the person. And then finally, <sighs> uh, and this one's fun. Um, a little. Uh, cousin of mine robbed the robbed a bank here in town and called in a bomb threat very cool and the other day he posted on facebook a picture of a different bank that says come get the money or something like on their little electronic sign and <laughs> along and he quoted that and said oh sure now you say that which <laughs> that's fucking hilarious it's fucking hilarious that is pretty funny yeah, I'm trying to think of other true crime shit. I, oh, yeah, a man crashed his plane into a into a house in Payson once, trying to kill his ex-wife. Um, we've covered this on the first episode of Max and Jose have something to say, um, but a man had a dispute with his wife. He was ordered by police to go somewhere else for the night because they were calling him for domestic abuse or dispute or whatever. 
And he was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And he'd recently been fired from a local airport nearby, about 15 yeah, minutes I, north. Uh, did anybody die in this? No. And, oh, uh, good. Well, yes, so the guy I, the who crashed the plane. The fact that he's just like, hey, I'm cool as a cucumber, chief. You want me gone? I'm out of here. <laughs> and then as soon as so he's in me, his car, he's yeah. like, I'm going to fly my fucking plane! So he, he had been recently fired from this airport, but I guess his ID still worked. So he drove into the airport, got in a small passenger plane. Is he a it. pilot? Yeah, he was a he was a pilot. Oh, good. Well, you said he got fired from an airport. I just, it's a, it's I a like local the bag airport. Boy just... No, no, it's like okay. a, a small regional airport. Uh, okay. Gotcha. And he flew down to Payson, called his son and said, turn off all the lights in the home and leave. And his son was like, why <laughs> like what are you doing and his son was I, like I, rightfully was like something's going on so he got his mom out of the house and the guy just <laughs> also love the idea that crashed his airplane like, into the house the next day dude the next day i'm driving i need to go down that road and i see it's closed and i'm like why the fuck is his road closed i can move a little bit forward just a fucking charred airplane in the yard and i'm like what the fuck it I was also bananas. love the idea of like, hey, buddy, I'm going to need you to go ahead. And as the kid's listening to this, he's just hearing. <laughs> buddy, I'm, I'm, you're asking me a lot of questions right now, and I'm really going to need you to, to pick up the pace. You know, he's like, damn it, I'm going to have to loop back around. It's funny because that was actually the second airplane crash in Payson. The first one was not on purpose. It was an accident. But uh, we're a real Albuquerque, New York. <laughs> to, or New Mexico, New York. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Are I you? am fucking drunk. I guess. No. no, you know Albuquerque, New Mexico, because in Breaking Bad, the two yeah. planes crash over there. It doesn't matter. Right. Well, anyway, that was the Lost Log. Thank you, everybody, for coming Thanks. along this adventure with us. Uh, we're glad... Uh, you were here, and we hope that you learned some lessons from these true crime stories. Don't kill anyone. The starter, for starters. the main lesson. Is Maybe don't watch kill out someone. for U-Hauls and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's tertiary. I, you're talking to victims. I'm talking to the murderers. Don't oh, kill anybody. You would be talking to the yeah, murderers. Actually, that's a good point. Actually, no, I think this is a good This is a good plan of attack. Is you talk to the victims, I'll talk to anybody. If you're thinking about murdering someone, Stop. And don't. If you think you're going to be murdered, leave. Just get out. Run as far away as you can. They're usually not the smartest. And honestly, all you, if you, all you would have to do is run. And you'll probably get away. Uh, now, if I can speak to the victims real quick, don't trust people. No. Except for us. You can always trust us. We're your friends. We would never, ever do anything bad to you. Also, the rich, rich bleed. Rich bleed. Remember that, guys, because that's going to come in handy in a couple years when the revolution starts. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, this, this is a comedy podcast. For legal reasons, that's a joke. Oh my god. Wink, wink. Um. Anyway, like you said wink. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. Uh, we'll be back with another uh, installment of our uh, LeBaron family cult drama case, and yeah. uh, that's also just getting worse and worse. Uh, so we will talk to you guys soon. We uh, will say goodbye for now because Pod Dog is fucking losing his mind. Bye. Bye.